chicks on the Jano. Never met her before. Who cares? Hey, everybody. This is Leon Redbone. He's standing in for Matt Riggs. Welcome to Mad Likes Girls, episode number 11 with Laura Hug. But baby, it's cold outside. Just singing some of my hits that you would possibly know, like the Mr. Belvedere theme song, or the other part of the song from Elf. Little about me, I'm a musician. And I'm also into child pornography, but only when they reach the age of 18. I feel as though mature child pornography is one of the best art forms ever. So, me, Leon Redbone, would like to welcome you to this episode with Laura Hug. She was a great guest. Upon listening to Matt and Laura, I learned a lot of stuff about Laura, and I remembered a few things about the time I recorded the theme song to Mr. Belvedere. I remember it was in a studio in Los Angeles, California. I was on tour with my band, Leon Redbone and the Boners. Yes, we did get sued by growing pains to stop using the term boners, which I think was a class act, because really boners should only be on growing pains and in adult child pornography. So I was in the studio. My producer, I don't remember his name, but he was a very ugly fellow. He said, hey, Leon Redbone, so happy to meet you. I've been a fan for years. And I said, Really? A fan of mine for years? Then what's your favorite song? And he said, Well, it's soon to be probably the theme to Mr. Belvedere, or I imagine in a few years you'll do a cover of a Christmas song with a young lady who's just been born named Zoe Deschanel. And you know what? I don't know if that man was a prophet, or if he just knew something that I didn't. Because you know what? Those are the only songs that people know by me, Leon Redbone. Oh, chips on the channel, never matter before, who cares? When the drop kick your jacket and I fell to the door, no one dares. Well, sometimes things get turned around and no one cares. And out below, only my status quo. Now see all the help that you can get. Even to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival. Now see, here's the good life yet. I really enjoy child pornography, but only if they're over the age of 18. Well, this intro is seems to be moving on, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you to follow Matt Riggs, not me, Leon Redbone, but follow Matt Riggs, at Matt Riggs on Twitter. And if you like Laura Hug, and she'll mention it numerous times throughout the episode, but check out laurahug.com. I think she's also on Twitter, although her name escapes me, Leon Redbone. 
Well, enjoy the interview, and as always, as Matt Riggs likes to say on his podcast, clearly not, it's Leon Redbone likes girls. This is Matt Riggs likes girls. Guys, do me a favor. Check out your funniest friends every Saturday night of the joint. Also, enjoy the rest of your life. But baby, it's cold outside. You could try to chin it, because it's not the best mic in the world. Yeah, or just kind of... No. Right? You got to turn You gotta turn the mic on. No. Is it on now? Yeah. Do you hear me? See how your voice is Can you up? see me on the podcast? If you keep it in the... You don't have to leave it on your face, but if you keep it in this <laughs> general area... Yeah, you know, I never really thought about it. I do sort of take really shitty equipment or really shitty care of the equipment. He's talking about the mic, not his penis. Yeah, that's fine. It was also on the floor earlier today. Uh, I'm your weird. shoe. Yeah, right yeah, by my... No, I don't really care. I, you know, the, I know a lot of germaphobes. Uh-huh. You know, several comics are germaphobes. Really? Yeah, the ones who look the germiest, actually, and have the germiest cars, I will say that. Oh, I don't know who's, and who's cars, but I had an idea of someone when you said that. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I mean that with love. They don't, no one listens to this. They just don't look, oh, that's true. Yeah. They, I'm not going to say This is really it is. all. It's, they know who they are. This is futile. This whole thing, seriously, it's nice that we're going to have a conversation. Like, the most we're going to get out this of this is, fun. is that we're having an hour-long conversation. Right. The least we're going to get out of this is that we're having Fame an hour. And fortune. Yeah. No. Um, like maybe you're someone you know might listen because I'll tag you on Facebook. But. Okay. What's funny is my, a lot of people, I put, I did one other podcast. A lot of times when I post stuff, people are like, I couldn't open it because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm always like, thanks. Like, yeah, I never, try, like, do you least. want me to help or like, do you want me to come well, over this- to your house and. <laughs> Get you to open window, yes. Windows Media Player? Well, this is very simple. You can actually just go to a Tumblr page and you can stream it straight from there or you can download it from iTunes. Is, so Is Tumblr pictures? Tumblr can be. It's more of a blog okay. site, right. I think. Um, I have I have like five Tumblr. I, I saw have, you have a lot of sites. I have a Tumblr page for just mattriggs.tumblr.com. Okay. That's just for myself. And then I have one for this podcast, Malik's Girls, and then uh-huh. one for another podcast I do with Joe Fernandez. Okay. Uh, those two get updated the most. Uh-huh. And then one for a former podcast that I don't do anymore, and then one for another former podcast that I don't do. Dan nice. Friesen and I did a podcast about the TV show Alcatraz for a while, and that's oh, no fun. Longer, uh, a thing that happens. Nice. Yeah. So, do you say who I am or no? Uh, I talk about you at the beginning of the show. Oh, like, but I, not when I'm here. I can, I can say your name's Laura Hug. That's fine, That's but it's going to be repetitive. Before we list off all your websites, nope. <laughs> it's like I Laura to... Hug is here talking about MattRiggs.com. I, I wish I can't get that because some dude in Texas has it. What an asshole! Yeah, he has it through August. I'm going to try to. He's probably I'm, an oil rigger. Can, Matt Riggs. Matt Riggs. I was listening to NPR today, and they were talking about the thing in the Gulf, like the oil yeah. thing, and they kept saying rigs. I was like, I should like find this, sample it, and just as if they're yeah. talking about me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, no, I need to. Is it rude to email someone and be like, "Hey, you're not using this website. Uh, I would like to use this website. Could you stop owning this website?" Or would you be willing to stop owning it? I've heard of people buying it. I don't want to buy it from them. I'd rather them just be like, oh, yeah, I'm not using this. That's why I snapped up LaraHug.com. 
Yeah. Guys, check out laurahug.com. Yeah, there's no website yet. Nothing. All you got to do is start a Tumblr page and then just link it to your website. I don't have a website yet. Just get a. I just own the domain name. You know what I'm saying is if you started a Tumblr, Uh it's very easy to do. Okay. You could link your Tumblr to your website. So when you went to laurahug.com, it would go to Tumblr. Tumblr would show up. Or even. You could link your Facebook. Like, you can link anything. You could link laurahug.com to Yahoo if you want. Like, it doesn't so far matter. I've, so far I've paid for it. So, and today on Facebook I put on my fan page, mm-hmm. I was like, I have a tweet, a Twitter account, but I haven't tweeted anything. More to follow. I'm going to do Matt Riggs podcast. Ooh. I don't know the name of it. More to That's follow. Okay. And then I'm like, I own my domain name, laurahug.com. Yeah, no website. Yeah. Electronic day. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, and Ryan Walker showed me how to plug in my iPod at, on that soundboard at mm-hmm. the, at my open mic. So now you can play music? As soon as I put some music on my iPhone, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I was talking to my mother. Like, this is ridiculous. And Bob Palos, I'm name dropping Chicago Comics. Again, they're not going to hear it. Yeah, he was like, well, you were there. There were five of us. He yes. goes, I'm going to teach Laura Hug how to use her iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. true, though. Yeah. I have to ask. It's pretty simple, I think. Right? I have. Um, you can answer phone calls and texts. Yeah, I can do that part. Okay. Well, you, uh, to be fair, that's what a phone is. So I know. as long as you can do that, you're fine. And uh, I, uh, I just. I'm not real technological. I'm afraid. You know what I mean? Part of it is that, well, I think I was afraid and then I was cheap. First you were afraid, then you were petrified. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to survive. It's totally fine. Gloria Gaynor has your back. (laughs) It's all good. Uh, that's funny. Thanks. <laughs> You're doing great on this podcast. I'm doing me, fine. not so much. You are feeding me, so it's. I have an, a really old Mac computer. Okay. And right next to it, I have an even older IBM laptop that's hooked up to an old bubble jet printer. Then that's sometimes when I need an emergency script. Okay. It's like a word processor, and I type it out. So I have all these old computers. Yeah. I have four or five old computers at my house. If I and this is a horrible joke. Yeah. But when you said it, I've thought of nothing since. If I had an old Mac computer, I would put the picture of the guy from Night Court on it because his name was Mac. Do you remember the? Do you remember Night Court at all? Yeah. It was Harry and uh-huh. the, the guy, but then like the guy that would announce all the cases. Okay. The black fellow. Right. His name was Mac. And then there was Bull. Bull, sure. And then the ladies that would die. Everyone Selma. Selma died, mm-hmm. and then the first one died, and then they brought in uh, Marshall Warfield. Oh who yeah. I think is dead now, but she was not. She is. I want to say she died. Yes. She was a comic. She was a comedian. She was in the uh, that one special that had. Um, a very young Chris Rock in it. Which special was this? It was like uh, live at the Hollywood. I don't know. It's like an 80s one. Chris yeah. Rock. I think she's Marsha Warfield is the headliner in one. And Chris Rock has on a black leather jacket with fringe on it. Okay. And penny loafers Ooh, with fringe. white socks. Yeah. And uh, a shirt buttoned all the way up to his neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing uh, peg jeans. Wow. And he has a fade. A big... Is this pre-SNL Chris Rock? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really early Chris Rock. And he's not very good. He's like really like this like uh yeah yeah well, i don't think he really because you can see it in his snl like desk pieces the, yeah. the jokes he would do there it wasn't really until his hbo special the bring the pain or even yeah. the one before that i forget what it was did but, he go on in living color too he was on the living color near the end okay yeah he's not a good sketch player 
No. He's really good stand-up. He's a and fine actor, com- though. Yeah. I think he's turned, and yeah, he, he is good. a good actor. He's just not... He wasn't good on SNL. I don't... Well, they probably didn't have any material for no, him either. No, they didn't really do much with him. Yeah. Uh, he was great on the Chris Rock show. I don't know if you saw that. No, I never was watched. On HBO. I wasn't into that for a while. Why? I didn't watch any stand-ups. Well, I don't like talk shows for one thing. I don't know why. Not a talk show. They did a lot of sketch. Oh, well, I didn't watch it then. I have no idea. They what did interviews, about. but you, what you need to do is find the uh, like the best of. Uh huh. And it's stuff like I don't know if you ever saw the movie Pootie Tang. No. You should. It's funny. But okay. It's the early. Pootie I would watch Tang. it now in appreciation. Like. Yeah, you would like it. Yeah. Like Louis C.K. was a writer, and he's. Oh, a lot okay. Of stuff. Yeah. It's good. It's, All a right. fun, it's a fun program. I'll watch it now. So you don't watch stand-up and sketch? I do now. Okay. I watched, when I started, I don't know if I watched, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live for years. It was too hard to do it at Second City and then be like, oh, I can't watch where I might want to go even though I didn't know. You know what? I was like, yeah. it was like a bitterness okay. and jealousy. That's why, basically. Sure. Yeah. And the same with stand-up. I think when I started doing stand-up, I watched even more Law and Order episodes and SV, which I always watch a lot of them. But like every sad cop show while I was trying to do comedy, I was watching every murder drama on television. I, I feel like that's a common thing. Like you hear comedians talk like, oh yeah, I just watch like uh, Friday Night Lights and I just watch this. I'm like, I got into comedy while watching comedy. I feel like I'm still going to watch it and it's still going to not affect who I am. You know what? I think... For me, I think when I th- is, it was hard for me to admit that I was going to do it, like okay. keep doing it. I mean, I didn't do sketch for a while. I didn't do much. And then I did some like, I did a little bit of directing. I did a couple of private like one shot deals where we put shows together um, and I directed and that was super fun. Yeah. Um, I would love to do that again. It's so much, so nice. Send an to email to contact at laurahug.com that doesn't exist. Laurahug at hotmail.com. <laughs> Thanks to, why is hotmail so uncool? To be fair though, I have a Yahoo email address and apparently that's now uncool as well. Well, why it's does it matter? I don't hang you. out on my hotmail account looking to pick up cool people. I don't know. I don't it's know. just like, why is that? Like Timothy Brochu, and I'm whining. Timothy yeah. Brochu made this joke. I heard it the other night twice. Now yeah. for some reason, or it's stuck in my brain mm. about Hotmail. Uh, and I was like, "What's wrong with? Like, why I would like I change?" Gmail has sort of taken I over. I hate Gmail. I don't care it's about Gmail. Kind of hard to. to Not. I know. Yahoo I have a Gmail I, address, yeah. but. I've been using Hotmail so long. That's where my coupon cabin emails come into. <laughs> well, you can probably get this forwarded <laughs> along, I feel. Uh, and you could also use both. But, again, you can barely use a phone. So I don't <laughs> put too Look, much. My mom gets it. Mo- I get it from my mom. My mom okay. is like, um, I would get to use the stereo. My mom would be like, oh, Laura, just, okay, now, come on. Like, she would feel very, like, I was throwing her world out of control. She didn't want me to turn the stereo on. Sure. So, I kind of get it from that. So, we weren't raised with gadgets. Okay. We, I was raised with, like, ornate belts, you yeah. know, stuff, big earrings. Like, sure. I know how to do that, yeah. but I know how to accessorize. You still know how to turn anything on. Right, exactly. Yeah. And okay. I'm looking fabulous in the dark. Sure. My mom can rewire a lamp, though, but she's an antique dealer. Well, that's not, yeah, I sadly can do, not sadly, but I can do that. I made oh, a lamp really? once in uh, industrial arts. I skipped that class. Oh, I went, I made a Mountain Dew Wood shop? lamp. 
Yeah, we called it industrial. Industrial arts, arts by the you yeah. by the time you were around. Yeah. I also ripped out a girl's or my own hair, and I almost <laughs> ripped out a girl's hair with a lathe. No, I had a drill. Uh-huh. And uh, I was acting like it was a gun, <laughs> and I was gonna go up behind her and like, and she got all freaked out. And I'm like, it's not a big deal, and I like put it behind my hair, and I had kind of longer hair at the time, and I was like, it was just like, ow, 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 and like, it didn't have to be cut out because it pulled. There was a clear bald spot in my head for like months afterwards because I pulled every bit of hair out. Um, yeah, and I didn't get in trouble or anything. I don't know how that happened, yeah. but yeah. Well, so I don't want, I didn't watch comedy, I think, because I didn't want to admit it to myself that I wanted to do it. Stand up was the really big one. Like, yeah. I would never watch comics. And, and even now, every special that comes on, it takes me a while. Whereas I like to watch the local comics. And now when people are like, who's your favorite comics? I like all the people that I see at shows sure. and mics because, yeah. you know, I mean, I like the obvious ones. Chris Rock is probably my favorite big time. Then I just saw this woman and um, I thought she had some funny jokes. She's a black woman. She's kind of heavy set. She's from L.A. Like Nene or Ray Ray or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, little uh, Rel. Not Little Rel. Little that's Rel's a man a, from Chicago man. who's very masculine. Yeah. He's very funny, though. I really liked him. Yeah, I've not seen Bernie Mac. I really like black comics. You seem to love black I know, people. and I'm not, uh, I don't think that my material shows that. Yeah. It, like, not that I don't love you them. You talk that a lot I, about church and soul food, to be fair. Do I? No. No, I don't. I'm no. like, do I really? No. Um, I just told my ride here that, uh, Jesus wasn't real. I don't believe that. I'm just not a Christian. Okay. I like to put that Why out there right Why did you tell your ride here that? Cause, Jesus uh, wasn't he, my friend dropped me off. My ex-comic friend dropped me off here. He's and, no longer a comic or right. he's no longer your friend? He's still my friend. He's not a comic. Do, would I know who he is? Jim, Angry Jim, older guy that I used to pal around with who drove a limo. Oh, Jim Vokelberg. I don't he's know. He's a fan of Bill Cruz. Anyways, real angry. And uh, yeah. I wish he was still a comic and not my friend, but okay. it's just you can't have everything. That's weird. I, well, you know how I am. Yeah. But uh, you don't. But you're getting I know, an but idea. I'm via yes, I know. So... Yeah. He pulled up in front of your house, but he's like, we're on Ashland. We can't pull over. I didn't totally understand. So we go to the corner. He starts to let me out. He goes, no, I'm going to turn around and let you off basically across the street. So I have to run into traffic. Whereas either way. And then I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ like that. And, uh, he said something about the Lord. And I said, I don't, I'm not, that's not my Lord. I don't believe in I'm not a Christian. Yeah. I do believe in God, but I'm not a Christian. Okay. And I've never said that, but recently I have, since stand-up, so many people are so emphatic about not believing in God. I've realized that I'm an emphatically not of a religious faith. Okay. I I believe in God, but I don't have a faith. And I don't care uh, if other people do um, at all. Okay. Except when it gets weird. You know, it seems like, like when they push when, it on you. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that about anything, though. I don't like it when people are like, here, eat this. And I don't want to, you know, sure. but I always feel like religion and you're really just going to end up talking politics. Sadly. Yes. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's rarely like people sit down and they're like, well, I'm a I'll use Christianity. They don't sit down and they're like, I'm a Christian. Uh, let's talk about the principle of love thy neighbor as thyself or whatever that is or honor thy father and thy mother. Yeah. They don't, I don't hear a lot of that in the media. 
I hear a lot of like, well, abortion is wrong and Mitt Romney go or whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. I'm obviously stereotyping. No, you seem to know what you're you okay. seem to know all the issues. Well, and it's like uh, that. None of that is shit is in the Bible. You yeah. know, there's a smart statement that I just made. Mm. You don't hear Jews sit down and talk about atonement. They're like Israel or die. You know, it's like not, yeah. you know, they have, you know, so I, that's why I just think I better stay out of it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. You know, I remember growing up, there were a lot of like family discussions, uh, just like with the like my dad's side of the family. There's like nine kids, and they would talk about it. And I was just like, why, why, why are we talking about it? Like, why don't we just watch the Ray Stevens video that's on television? Who's and Ray Stevens? He is a comedian. He's the man that came oh. up with the streak. Do you remember the streak? Oh yes, they call him the streak. Yeah. Boogity boogity. Yeah, he had a lot of. Songs. I had a KTEL record with that on there. Okay. Looney Tunes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, he also came up with a squirrel. Something about a squirrel in a Baptist church. I don't know. He there was a video cassette with a bunch of his videos on it. That we would just start watching at every family dinner. Okay. Because, you know, we love Ray Stevens. I feel like now I have to say something about Muslims because I said something about Jews and Christians. Like, Muslims are always like, like, oh, women suck. There you go. Now I feel like I've bounced, alienated. Because, you know, I have people in my life that are Christians, Muslims, and Jews that are going to be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. They're probably not going to listen to this podcast because they're old and they don't know how to work. Busy I know religious. some old Muslims. No, I don't really. This is explicit, so they may not listen to it. Oh, yeah, content. Like I don't even know I've cussed yet. Am I allowed? You are allowed. You can bleep it out. No, I'm not. That's work. I'm okay. do that. All right. I, why would I ever go back and do that? So that's my feeling about religion. I don't know what that had to do with stand up. I don't think it had anything to do with it, but you But it does to get kind of, of Well, yeah, but stand up like it has given, you know, like it has I've learned something about a certain set of the population. Like yeah. if you go up and you watch five comics, it tells you about and let's say five you watch five comics that are between the ages of 20 and 25 and they're all male. Okay. I'm getting an idea of what's going on for the average probably white 20 to 25 year old male. Yeah. Like I didn't really know men looked at so much pornography till I till I started doing stand up, but I don't think I was talking to that many men. That could be it. I mean, it's not that I wasn't talking we weren't talking about porn though yeah, i wasn't hearing their inner mo- stuff that they would share with their men friends okay, well that's what i was going to say about the the atheism or whatever comics talk about is for the most part you are dealing with early to mid 20 year olds who are just out of the house just out of college they're trying to figure out their life so this is the time where they're like screw god you know like that's that's what they're going through in their life right now you talk to those same people in 10 years they get married they have a kid they go through some sort of life thing who's to say that they're going to react the same way towards right exactly yeah it's easier to say there's no god when uh you feel like you're never going to die okay i yeah and see i don't have any i didn't have any relate like any relationship or idea like about god really except when i had to go to bible school like if i stayed over at a friend's house Mm -hmm. uh and they were religious i would go to their bible school or uh i have some relatives and i go to church with them once in a while but my main family that i hung out with they were like no we sleep in on sundays you know so um i know it's awesome i never had that i i do yes i I did i do now but i was in church every sunday yeah yeah. So, 
I so it's like I came from this like a pretty blank slate in a lot of ways, and then I ended up in a twelve step program, which is all spiritual based. Sure. So that's where I got my thing. So I I don't know that I'm an average. I don't have an average experience. I probably have the average experience of people that are like me, but. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't raised with a faith, and so I came to it. Well, I guess out of necessity, like yeah. other people do. But I don't know how to do that. Not in a meeting where people go, "Hi, Laura." Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's yeah. all I'm saying, Matt Riggs. Don't I, ask me any questions. I, I, you're the one that brought <laughs> it up. I bring it up there, like, don't talk about this. Don't talk. I don't yeah. want to talk about religion. Well, no. Here's anyway. my question about the twelve step program. Yeah. Do they not have a version that's not biblical or not through faith? They have, well, it's not biblical at well, all. No, Although everyone's like, yeah, okay, it was started. Uh, 12 step programs were, uh, like an, uh, they sprung out of a Christian, um, uh, leadership group or a good works group. Okay. And they were trying to help different aspects of the community. One people being alcoholics is the first 12 step program that yeah. they started. So the, the principles of the steps came from Christian principles. If you look, which can be fun, like I right, yeah, church, they're good. They're they're so good ones. They're not, yeah, enough that makes me a, a not a douchebag. Right. I I mean, I think the idea is that you're not a douchebag. It's yeah. I think what's hard for people is the idea that we don't have it in ourselves alone unfettered Mm -hmm. to not be a douchebag like the idea and that's where i think it's really hard for people like i know it was hard for me to be like what you want me to look up in the air and ask for like that seems i mean that's like a very base way to describe but that's sometimes that is like a childish view of of a faith and so um but like, I think that the other part that sucks that where people really get angry is when they have to give up something. And this is in a program or in church or in life where in order to be better in some areas of their life, they have to give up something that makes them feel so good. Yeah. Like drugs or alcohol or pornography or shopping too much or sure. gambling yeah. or, you know, there's other kinds of stuff. Here's what kind of sucks is if, uh. But, oh, your question. Let me just oh, answer okay. that. Yeah. There are groups that are atheist or agnostic. That's how they describe themselves. Okay. And then there's other program. There's a program. There's other programs. So there's a lot of stuff out there. It's just they don't all have the success rate. And it's a pretty general spirituality. You know, some people. You go to those meetings, some people drop a J-bomb, that's what I call it, where they're like, wow, we really know where you stand with your higher power, you yeah. know what I mean? And then other people are really like, I don't know, man, you know, I just know it's not me, and, you yeah. know, got a cigarette? <laughs> Is that asked a lot? Is a lot of cigarette borrowing? Not for me anymore, because I don't smoke, okay. but yeah. Um, That's the one thing with, be it a, a 12-step program or religion is that you feel like you can't give yourself the credit like i feel like that happens a lot it's like oh you know if it wasn't for god i wouldn't have done this no you did it like i understand that you have this faith and stuff but you are the one that did it like you're the reason why you didn't drink maybe you used that you know if if you would have called me and i talked you out of it uh maybe i helped you and maybe if you used prayer perhaps you doing that helped you out a good deal but 
if you were going to drink, you were going to drink, and you didn't, and you should be proud of yourself. I don't know. I feel like there's not enough. You're not allowed to be proud of yourself in these sort of situations. Oh, yeah. I could see, I could see that. Yeah. I don't think that... I don't think that that's entirely true and i think you're absolutely right in some ways like okay. i do think but that's and that's where i don't know where this kind of thing separates itself from religion it's like um if if the idea boy this is a hilarious podcast yeah we're doing a great job i know uh noise. nobody listens anyway but uh that's what you said i'll be listening yeah listen back if somebody goes, okay, if someone is, uh, how do I want to say this? Well, all right, so I don't know about church, but like the idea of God is the creator, right? And so it's like your parents, like your parents give birth, they get pregnant, they give birth to you and they raise you. Yes. All right. Now, if you turn out to be a pretty good citizen, mm-hmm. It's like, yes, we're proud of the good work that you've done, and they try to impart these lessons to you, and your parents are going to get some of the credit. And you'll turn back to them as a source of strength often. Or you'll ask for their experience and their love, and that's empowering. That's the ideal situation. Um, Most parents are human, and they fall very short of the mark, right? So, well, some shorter or fall farther, whatever the hell it is, than the other. So... I think that that's my kind of the concept that I have is of of like a god or creator or whatever is the same sort of thing like okay. and then I go to that for uh you know re-upping it's like kind of like going to the gas station put gas in your tank and sure. I recognize that I am an individual that I have my own skills my own my own tastes my own contributions yeah um, you know, and I don't, but I have no idea why I got those and not some other ones. I mean, there's some stuff that I don't know why, you know, and I don't know if it matters because it's not going to change. Like, I'm never going to be a math whiz and I'm never going to be like, pick up an iPod and know how to, well, right? It's not that hard. I know, but yeah. I'm not ever going to be able to do it. I'm not that curious for yeah. one thing. Well, That's that the other. Way. I don't. I do it when it's. Absolutely if you were curious necessary. about math, you would probably be end up a math whiz. Right. Exactly. It just doesn't interest you. Right. Exactly. Which could come from upbringing or just from well, whatever was around. But I also were, think know. that interest and skill sometimes go together. I don't know if that has anything to do with God or not, but like. I'm interested in the things that I'm good at. Yeah. Like, and I have, I am evolved enough that like, I will sit down. Do I am I like, Oh yay, I got to learn at app, put apps on my iPhone. That sounds awesome. Yeah. No, but I'm going to find a way to do it. Probably try to do something I like otherwise too. Like watch law and order in the or background. Music or yeah. Or whatever yeah. while I'm doing these things. But what I'm good at, like I'm good at performing in front of people. I'm good at talking in front of people. Yeah. And that interests me. Like, and when I started doing stand up i was not just interested in getting a laugh i was actually interested in how other people told jokes once i got past the emotional horror of the first year where sure, i took yeah. everything personally every rape joke every comic that didn't stay to watch me yeah. when i was number 40 at the edge well which were my friends no, yeah I'm kidding. no that's that's Some rough yeah it is weird i i don't care about that now there was a point where i was like yeah why didn't i stay uh okay 
But now it's like, I don't stay for anyone, so I don't care. And yeah. I, yeah, I do it on Monday. I mean, I do sometimes. Well, I try you, to stay for my friends. You have to stay on Monday when you Well, yeah. Night. Well, there you go. I built it in. Now sure. everyone thinks I'm nice. It's like, no, I, uh, no, I I'm just kidding. I hate that over my where you have to like stay there and watch. And, well, you know, when I, it, but. when I need to go, I go, but yeah. I don't smoke anymore. So I don't go out of the room to smoke. If I still smoked, I wouldn't see as many acts as I do. Sure. And I don't drink. So I think drinking um, can distract you from other things because then you want to have a conversation with the people you're drinking with or you want to get really loaded or you're cross-eyed or you're about, you know, whatever, depending sure. on how you drink. You are, if I'm not wrong, you are constantly 12 steps away from from beer. Is that correct? I'm one, I'm one step away from a drink. Oh, I never no. heard that. 12 steps away from a beer. I like that. I That's cute. That. Or whatever. Or yeah. side dishes as I've heard it. Yeah. Which is other stuff. But uh, yeah. that's cute. I like that. Well, feel free to use it. My whole life fits in a shot glass. I've heard that. Ugh, I don't like that. Well, it just means it doesn't take much. It's oh. You don't have to have an umbrella in it for it to kill you. I remember a commercial growing up, and I don't know if these were around the whole country or just where I grew up, but it was a dude swimming, and it turns out he was swimming in like scotch. Or nice. Like that sounds good. You could never get out of the glass. Yeah. It was about. It was about oh yeah, like a fishbowl kind of. Sort of. Yeah. Um, like basically I don't remember that one. I remember the dare, like, this is your brain on drugs. Sure. And, hey, smoke some pot, Louie. I remember that. And nobody wants to be, said they want to be a crackhead. And you think the girl's a ballerina and then she's getting shot by the cops. Oh, I don't remember that. Those were pretty good. I was okay. actually like, I remember saying something at one point in my life. Like, oh, I really wish I could do that. But yeah. I just can't commit to the lifestyle. I wanted to go back just so I can say the point that's in my head. Okay. About the religion thing, about oh, like yeah. giving God the credit. Yeah. I feel like one of the reasons why that happens is because uh, it's sort of a give and take. Like, you kind of have to give him the credit because when shit's going wrong, you sort of, not that you blame him, but you sort of like, you give it up to him like, well, somebody's got to fix it. Like... I can't fit like it sort of goes both ways. When it's good you gotta be like, Thanks, buddy and then when it's bad you're like, Hey, I kinda need a hand like that sort of thing. I get that. I yeah. and I think this is the part where people would be like, God, I thought she was so cool and now she's just some I think well, you shouldn't worry about what people think. I know. And yeah. I know. I can't help it. But uh-huh. I, I mean I I go on. Yeah. You know, I move on. You make it? Right. I Here's what I think about that. Okay. Because I want to be careful how I say this. I want to be real clear. What I believe is there's a saying that I've heard mm-hmm. where they nothing happens in God's world by mistake or God's will. Sometimes people mumble, so it's like God's will. Somebody knows that happens with God's will by mistake. Sure, I mean will, but right. Yeah. Could be a lot of those. You know, wool was Maybe big God in the Bible. Nothing in God's world by mistake. What I have found, being a person who I guess was very self-driven in excess, okay, that was. My own agenda, which I found from pushing my own agenda so hard that it almost killed me, mm-hmm. and then to to come to rely on a, on a spiritual and spiritual methods to get better, yeah, is that nothing if nothing happens in God's world by mistake, but a lot happens in human world by mistake. Right. Now I don't know why 
if there's a God and, and this God is kind and all that stuff, my big frustration is just make us all robots. It would be so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Like I, but you know, I'm also really tired. So I'm like, sure. God, I don't want to think about it. Like yeah. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to be uncomfortable, but that's not the way that it is. And I don't totally understand that. So I just kind of ignore it. Like, right. cause you know, you can't, you know, some, it doesn't matter. Like I don't know why, but I know they talk about, I remember that part. Isn't there a part in the Bible where it says um, that God loved us so much that he gave us free will or something? Is there um, something about free will in the Bible? I think you're talking about free will. It's a movie. It's yeah. A no, see, that's why I bring in the funny that's, every that's once funny. in a while to keep the I, I struggled with not making it. I never saw the movie, though. Uh, Did I it have a murder in it and a cop? Because otherwise I wasn't. <laughs> uh, did you say cop? Cop, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Law and Order. Was it? In, okay. Was Free Willy on Law and Order? Because I didn't see Yeah, it. Willy was on. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of the guys moving boxes. Like halfway through the show. <laughs> that girl? <laughs> and just water goes out of his blowhole. Like, yeah, I think I saw that girl here. She was here at 235. Yeah. From, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's... They just threw like a bucket of, of Well, they were really desperate for actors. I know sure. on Law and Order they had like a thing in New York where you had to wait so many episodes before you played someone else on yeah. Law and Order. So why wouldn't they put Free Willy in there? Too? Yeah, why not? As a UPS driver. That would be great. <laughs> That's a whale sound in case you know. No, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's Sorry. too loud. Um, that's much better. Okay, I can put so in whale sounds from Star Tell me about, do they it. talk about the free will in the Bible? I believe free will is mentioned. Did you yes. think I was going to talk about this when we got here? No, but that's okay. fine. I don't All care. Right. Well, the, what you were saying beforehand was basically the whole, uh, God's love of the world that he gave his only son. Yeah, I was trying to that's, skip that part. Yeah, that's the part. But no, free will, yeah, well, there's a lot of speculation with it. Like some people believe that you are given free will. Some people believe that it's all predetermined anyway. Oh. Like whatever was going to happen is going to happen. Um, and that you're predestined to choose the right way or the wrong way. I don't believe in that. Yeah. I don't like that. No, that doesn't seem that as fun. creepy to me. Well, creepy. and also my, some of my mistakes have been really valuable to me. I don't yeah. know how other people felt about them. You can, <laughs> you know, you can make, you can clean that most of that shit up but i yeah so uh, you know what i know i guess i i know what i was like and i know what i'm like now and i know what had to happen for that to happen yeah so that's why i believe what i believe okay um i just don't know like where that those ideas come from but my friend has a book that says it's like spiritual principles shared by all the major religions, which shows me, and that's, there's kind of like the rules of conscience, like yeah. shows me that there's some part of our design, like our conscience, there's, that there's something that we share as human beings and, and as creature, I don't know if cre- if other animals have a conscience. I mean, they cry when their kids die, you know, yeah. when we're eating them or whatever we do, or we're, you know, clubbing them over the head. Sure. And, making a whatever makes us happy cute shoot right exactly yeah. so but if we have a everybody has a conscience that's not cultural or racial or gender specific mm-hmm. you know it's what you do with it but i just i look at like god as the power to act on it 
Whereas I didn't have it before where I'd be like, shut up. I know I was supposed to visit grandma because she was dying, but fuck you. I'm tired. Well, Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. I feel more comfortable here than I do on stage. Yeah. Well, that's good. I set quite an atmosphere with the white walls and the, the, and the mic ge- and the shoe. Generic Jenga over there. Um, and the Kervonica book. That's pretty fun. I don't know if you're a fan of that. Oh, I like him. Yeah, yeah. he's a good people. Um, oh, but don't you think that was more you learned, and I'm starting to learn this now, that at some point in time, you weirdly have to start parenting yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes earlier you weirdly parent yourself, which is why you end up weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, that's true, but I, like, my biggest issue with that is probably food, because if I have food in the house, I want to eat it, and there comes a point where I have to tell myself, no, Stop it. You don't need to eat right. more of that food that's in the house. Like, there just comes a point where you have to, hey, you have to work tomorrow. At, you need to be up at six in the morning. Don't go there. Go home and go to sleep so you uh, cannot, yeah. you know, like that sort of stuff. I have food thing too. You know what? Yeah. And I, I parent myself in that way by going to Weight Watchers. And okay. there's not an anonymous factor to that. I just actually talked about that. I just won my second award at my Weight Watchers meeting. Yeah. It's the way that I parent. It's that way. You know, if you have a family that doesn't, you know, your family can tell you what to do. It's you who there has to be, I guess, some sort of payoff for you to either take someone's advice and suggestions or not. You sure. know, I get parented in stand up all the time. Like, hey, you need to go to more mics. Yeah. If you want to be on a show, you need to call somebody and ask them, you know, yeah. like, uh, don't disrespect the room. Like all those things are rules. Like I look at the other comics like they're my parents. They don't know that. Yeah. And they'll probably be creeped out by that. No, but I think, well, but that's your, uh, your, my, they're my elders or my peers, you know? Sure, I think that's a better way to say it than right. your parents. Well, I'm not, that's just for us. Yeah. Like you, and you know, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I love that. You're my, my, well, you know, I have daddy issues too, you, you know? Seem, yes, this. you see. Speaking of that, did I tell yeah. you, I, I didn't mention on this podcast, but I did a show at a fraternity. Okay. Um, and I started, I went up first, there was a host and I went up, and I started my set by going, uh, Hey, here's a fun fact about me. Uh, I was born in the 70s. Uh, so if any girls here have daddy issues, I'll be in the back. Nice. Yeah, that's how I started. Ha- have you told that before? No. Have I heard that? No. Because no. right. usually I'm not doing shows to 19-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's weird to get a weird footing. So yeah. I always look. I always. Well, I haven't done a lot of shows for people i also i when i get in front of a college crowd i'm like this is just great because i you know whatever don't have a huge college track record i don't even know what they call it i don't think you. i didn't go to college very much okay but i don't think you need to have that checker well no but you know when you're nervous and you're it's like hey your insecurities are finding every possible thing you ever did wrong right before you go on <sighs> stage. Yeah. Or it's even worse when you're finding everything you've done wrong while you're on stage. Oh, that's nice. I'm like, yeah, you know, these are normally jokes, but right now I just sound like a sad person calling an aunt yeah. for help in the middle of the night. I was driving uh, my <laughs> trolley around today, and there are days where it's amazing. People are laughing. It's fun. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> And then there's days like today where it's primarily people from other countries and most people don't understand what I'm saying and no one really cares. 
where I get sometimes I have fun with it and I'm just goofy as hell. Like I started talking about the guy who created Chili's named Keith Chili's, and I just went off for a really long time. Like that's fun for me. But then there were times where I would say something and then get no acknowledgement, and I would have to acknowledge the fact that I got no acknowledgement. I'm like, I'm not doing myself any favors by doing that. Like I just need to say that that's the building and shut up, and these people don't care. Right? They're not. Yeah, they're not. It's not a dialogue. They want to listen. Well, and do you think foreigners are really earnest about their tourism? I think they're difficult to work with because you either have people, as a tour guide, it's very hard because you have people who are trying to translate for the other folks. And although that's very nice that they want to translate my words, I'm still trying to talk and my ears don't shut off this time. So I'm hearing people, various people trying to translate. And I'm like, I'm trying to do a tour but i keep hearing people talking and it's like oh it's so very wow and horrible I'm surprised you haven't killed more people i've killed zero people all so right far. well that's good though I hope to keep that number of i do same. too yeah. i do too so i didn't re- so you have several different translators on the tour bus well not always it's okay just usually like the one that speaks english the best of the group of people that don't speak english will oftentimes translate oh and that's they know that's going to happen Sadly. What are they thinking? I don't know. It's really right. hard. And some well, people it's just going through their little foreign like minds. Yeah. And just talk and I'm like And pee on there. Quiet. That has yet to happen. Uh not on a uh not a, on per on not per- on that kind of tour, like a pub crawl, I think it's happened. I've seen dudes oh, pee yeah. off the side and stuff. But, oh, that's nice. And into like cups and bottles and nice. Yeah, life is fun. <laughs> but um no with the stand up thing. I totally agree with you. I look to the people that I'm, my, my peers that I'm doing it with to sort of rate what, how I'm doing. Uh, oh, I like, oh, they've started, you know, you can watch someone that you see just stand up all the time kind of make a turn and like get a little bit better and you're like, oh crap, I'm still kind of stuck right where I am now. Like that kind of sucks. And then like, Makes you work a little harder. Yeah. Know. It's like you need that. It's like a weird Lord of the Flies thing that we're currently a part of. Kind of. It can be. I mean, I try not to let it. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess there is. I mean, yeah, there is Lord of the Flies. I mean, I made a rude remark last night about somebody then i felt like this morning. <laughs> and we're not going to say who. Uh, no. I shouldn't even brought it up. No, but it's Edit fine. that part out. No one's- yeah, but don't. Okay, but no one cares. No one I know, say anything. but I felt like an oh, asshole. Like all fair, morning, kind of feels the same way. About I know, that person, but I know, but it wasn't. You know, it well, wasn't fair. It wasn't. It wasn't you. I didn't think it wasn't, it wasn't me. Normally, yeah. it used to be me all the time. You know, but I think that's the other thing. Is like that's not really the. It just popped into my brain, and not everything that pops in there is necessarily gold. Sure. Um but you know, I, I mean, I don't know. But Lord of the Flies, that's how I felt this morning. I had a Lord of the Flies hangover. I was like, oh, I'm an asshole. You know, sure. I mean, it, and it's, look, there are people that I shit on every day that I go to work with them. Like, yeah. you know, there's one person that I'm just like, any, I'm really trying to practice like kindness and tolerance or, you know, there's this customer I have at work who's like, a, I just today he came in, he makes my skin crawl. And I was like, mercy and justice, mercy. And ju-. I mean, this is what I'm chanting in my head. Yeah. Like, cause I hate him. I don't know why he's just, you know, I've had anyway. Sure. Yeah. You probably, you know, you're just like, don't get near me. You make my skin crawl. Yeah. Oh, but the parenting yourself, 
parents don't always know. Very few. I don't know how many parents are willing to go. I don't know. Let's go find someone who does. Because some parents are like that in every area of their life where they're like, I know everything, so shut up. Uh And so as an adult, you do parent yourself. Like, you know, my mom is not a big eater. Yeah. Right? Uh. So, like, if I have an eating problem, I went to Weight Watchers because, like, we were talking about food because they know yeah. and it works. They can't, like, wait, this is my new Weight Watchers joke. I haven't worked at it. It's the first time. It'll be this lot. Live here on your podcast Ooh, on the radio. Exclusive. On the radio, it's not. All right, just let me think it is. You'll never be able to listen to. I know. Yeah. I I tried to listen today. I have to go to iTunes, right? You can, or to Tumblr. Matt Riggs does. Okay, I'll, Matt, like, I'll try that. Even though I have iTunes now, I or whatever. Did you search iTunes for Matt Riggs girls? I didn't have time. The computer I was using at work is so slow. No, I didn't know the name. By that point, but then I emailed it to you. I know, but then I would. You you can't even I can't bring up I can barely bring up one website let alone two. It was because Hotmail the Swiss yeah it was yeah you're busy trolling for dudes sure that's fine meeting singles in my area Mm -hmm. no I wasn't um we have a very slow computer at work so I'm perfectly comfortable with it to me it's the greatest thing in the world plenty of time to get stuff done on paper um no what was I gonna say about food. What were we talking about? You have a joke about... Uh, oh, Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers. They can tell you um, how to eat, but they can't tell you which per- which parent to blame. Okay. Something like that. I boiled sure. that down. I thought it should be like, they can tell you to do this and this. They can tell you do do do, but not which parent to blame. But that's true. They don't get into the psychology of it. It's It's commercial like that. It's like help at the mall. You yeah. know, it's very commercial, although... What really works is the the support. It's just like comedy. Comedy is like is like so many other self help groups, except without the self help part. Really, I think there. To be <laughs> fair, though, I think there is a little bit of self help. I think it's a bunch of people. Not everyone, but some of them were kind of outcasts in a weird way. A lot of people go to humor when they're outcasts to like get the attention that mm-hmm. they want. So we've found a community of people who are like us. Which normally isn't the best idea, but this time, like, it's it's a weird sort of, it just kind of works in a weird way. Like, it shouldn't on paper, I don't mm-hmm. think. It's like a bunch of people full of themselves who are constantly feel bad. It's like you, you can have so much bravado yet also feel horrible about yourself at the exact same time. Like, you kind of have to have both. You have to be full of... The most self-confidence and the most self-doubt at the same. You have to have that equal balance to be good at it or, or something. To that effect. I don't yeah. know. Because if you feel too much self-pity, you're not going to do well. Or if you feel too good about yourself, you're not going to do well. But you need that like perfect mix of those things. Maybe I'm wrong. That's just kind of No, I, I, I think so. Yeah. I, uh, and it, well, in a way, that's what a support group is like or whatever. Yeah. It's like other people who have come there. Largely out of a disaster. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, people don't, aren't like, yeah, my life is so great. I want to sit around and talk with other people. I drink two beers. Like, yeah. I'm going to go That's right. take some steps. I am, uh, I've been on the Dean's list and everything I touch turns to gold. I yeah. don't know if there, there probably are support groups like that. I'm just not aware of them because why would I be? But, yeah. but comedy is, is, yeah, it is like that. You're right. There's something That's therapeutic therapy, about yeah. it in a oh, way. Sure. I mean, you should, 
Ideally, I think in a therapeutic setting, you should be getting feedback from a licensed professional that could actually help you. Instead of random audience members? <laughs> right. Shut the fuck up. You're not funny. Yeah. Or whatever. Or other comics being like, want to smoke some weed? Yeah. They you do know, which that. is fine. I'm just yeah. saying that's the therapist. Yeah. Might not. Well, no, a, a lot of them do self-medicate way more therapists? than they probably No, I'm talking okay. about Okay, probably no, therapists, sure therapists too, do. yeah. Well, I've seen And that's fine. I'm not else. judging them for it. No, and I can't, and I, I attempted to at one point in time, and then someone pointed out that you just, you know, you're self-medicating via food, not just via alcohol or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's true. I'm self-medicating in the right. same way, just a different way, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So. Dep- yeah. Yeah, that happens. We're all we're all searching for something. And then there are those rare comics that are like super together. Don't you think that type out their jokes really well and like don't have problems? Jeff Foxworthy comes out, know him. I feel like Jeff Foxworthy's had problems. You think so? Yeah, he's a Republican. Okay. Is that wrong? I'm sorry. Care. You could be a Republican. No, I'm not. I know, but, but I I'm, and then I stereotype so much. Yeah. I'm like ah. You know, there's as many bad liberals as there are bad Republicans. Stop it! No, yes, they're all perfect, and they just give, give, give. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't either. No, they're all bad people. Yeah. Yeah, we're all bad people. Yeah, we are. Sometimes we can tolerate each other. We're terrible. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, we didn't really talk much about like. What do you normally ask on a podcast? Are you gonna have to edit this out? Oh no, it's okay. No, not at all. Again, I'm not putting any more work into this. Then I record a little Great. bit. Great. Here's here's my process. Uh-huh. I have a, a, a starting song that'll play. You'll okay. hear it. It'll okay. Be fun. Uh, I forget the name of the band, but it's a fun song called uh, "Girls and Boys," I think. Um, and then I do a little intro. Um, I'll talk. I might mention laurahug.com even though nothing's yeah, there. Yeah, it'll be up soon. Sure. Guys, uh-huh. check it out. Uh, and then I'll have a little another song that goes from the intro into the podcast. And then the podcast, I'll somehow find a place to cut this in where we were talking. And then I'll, it'll go for a while. And then at the end, uh, I'll have outro music. That's all that this nice. is. It's not hard to okay. do at all. It's very simple. I've become fairly quick and, and good at it. You so. like editing? I don't hate it. I'm actually yeah. uh, I'm meeting with a guy tomorrow about doing a podcast that's more uh, old timey radio, but it's just sketches that we'll write. Oh, cool! And stuff like that, and like hopefully edit in like some good sounds. Uh, this guy Chris Hauser. I don't know him. You don't know him. He's uh, a very funny young gentleman who I've done plays and stuff with in the past. Really, from here? Yeah. Well, no, he's from I want to say North or South Carolina, but we met here. He Can, was part of the group that got me started in Chicago. Um, do you, you, my friend Brian Dowling was there last night. He does a lot of video so stuff. Yeah. Okay. He does a lot of, he's a video editor. Okay. So that's the next wave I got to get. When people are like, you should film that. I'm like, you are. You hold on. Yeah. You wait your turn. Yeah. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Have you, you know me? I mean, I'm willing. I'm like, I got a flip camera. Yeah. That's a miracle. My parents bought that for me. Yeah. That's nice. My mom didn't have to turn it on. So sure. it's worked out. Yes. I know how to do that. But, um, 
That's the wave of the future. I was pushing the button to turn on the flip cam. I'm not pointing at anything. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, so you got a flip camera Notice too? I have another microphone that's not on the floor. That'll be the microphone that I record the intro with. Oh, the boom mic. Is that a boom? Uh, it's more of a, it's a more professional radio mic, mm-hmm. but it's a USB mic, so I can't use it at the same time that I use these. It's like a weird, I don't have the right system. My brother got it for me, and then it turns out I can't use it with... With this, so I use it just to record when I'm alone by myself. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I pointed it out. Just saw it there. I wanted to mention it. You want to put it? Want me to put it next to your shoe? No, I'll just <laughs> put my shoe next to that. <laughs> I feel like that mic shouldn't move. What do you ask? What do you ask people normally? Um. Well, I prefer the episodes where it's a conversation, like yeah, today. Okay. Um, I did an episode with my mother over Skype. Okay. So I was asking more. With that one, more questions like... What was it like to raise me? A little bit of that, but it was mostly like things that I had a, a vague idea of that I wanted to get more clarification on. Like She had a brother that died when she was young, so I was uh, uh, very curious about that and stuff like that. Like it's like the, I kind of heard this story, but I want to... I felt like it was a good thing to do. Like, it's a good thing to have later in life sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, she's 60, 53, uh, 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 no, I don't think she's 60 yet. Like, 58, 59. So, like, she's My not, age. sadly, you're not 58, 59. Not yet. No. Uh, she's not, she's sadly not going to be here forever, uh-huh. so it'll be nice to have. Well, that. it might be creepy if she was. So, I had a friend who had a really old cat. Yeah. And I gave it some tuna, mm-hmm. and it, I was like, oh, poor cat. It was like, by laying by the fridge. Yeah. You know, it was so old, it had a blanket, but, uh. and then, and then it, it smelled the tuna, and it was like trying to eat it, but it was like hitting its face on the, you don't want that. I don't want that with my mother. Right, exactly. No, I feel like she won't. She deserves better. A little bit. Yeah. I'm sorry I said that. Was that rude? I thought no, it was funny, I but. I think it'll be fine. Okay. But I. So anyway, she told you the story. Yeah, she told me the various stories. Mm-hmm. Um, other people have just been, like a few people were a little harder to like get to open up, so I would ask more questions. But overall, it's just, you know. Nothing. A little bit about their comedy background, but we don't have to talk about that. Oh, I was like, your mom has a comedy background. No, okay. I mean, probably she was funny. <laughs> I mean, I must have gotten this sense of humor from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're both like my parents are both. My parents are funny. Funny people. Really funny. Yeah. Not fun. I'm funnier, <laughs> and they can be fun. My parents yeah, can, they can be, be fun. fun. Yeah. My parents are. Fu- I shouldn't. They're fun to a point. I think they would be more fun if they weren't like. They're kind of not like the best financially right now, so they would probably be more fun if they. They were. need cheap fun. Yeah, low but, like, cost. I don't yeah. hate going. Like I like going home. I don't want to stay there forever, but right. I don't think they want me there forever either. Isn't that I feel weird? Like it's a good mix. Don't of, you? Isn't that weird? Where you think? Oh no! What do you mean? You don't want me here? Yeah. Uh, huh? No, you I know? think it's pretty I don't want to be here, but I want you to want me to be here. Yeah, but I feel like when I leave, like, we're both kind of ready. Let's, I let's did, get back to our normal lives sort of thing. I went home in October. I went to Cincinnati, yeah. and I did stand-up, and that was fun. Where did you stand-up? Uh, my friend owns a bar called The Comet. Okay. And so I asked him if I could put a show together. So I did stand-up with another comic. Okay. So like, it's not a comedy club, and I didn't go to any. I didn't go to the clubs there. You didn't I go just to bananas. I didn't. I didn't have enough time. Like I visited my friends, so I did that one show, and I took a lot of exercise classes, and that was it. Okay. So, uh, but it was, was it a we- good venue for a comedy. 
Um, yeah, it was a bar. It was a bar show. Yeah. You know, it was... But people came? Or were they like your friends or did just random... It was my friends and there were some random people. Okay. So, why are you looking for a place? Well, there's a chance that we might try to run through Ohio and like do a show in Cleveland and Cincinnati and... Oh, okay. Stuff. I'll, uh, I will, I will try to, I'll feel that out or I'll tell you and I'll okay. say something and yeah. you can, I'll tell you who to ask for. Sure. So... But he's my high school friend. So yeah. we grew, you know, so, um, so they came, but it was a free, like, it was free. I got, I got paid, but yeah. it was free. It was a free show. So they have bands there, you know, whatever. Anyway, but afterwards, my mom, uh, I was like, you know, sometimes is it time to stop? No, it's just my phone going off. Oh. Were you teasing me? My brother's I'm... calling me. I didn't take the call, Mike. Sorry if you're listening, but. I was busy podcasting. Nice. I'll call him back. Okay. Yeah. Um. So afterwards, it was weird to do stand up, and and then I thought I'm, I'm an adult. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and uh, but I go, Mom. You know, I think about moving back here and being a big fish in a little pond. Which the truth is, is I'd probably be a medium sized fish to mm. small. You yeah. know, like I'd probably just grow to my tank. Yeah. And. uh my mom goes, oh, no, I don't know. Chicago's just so good for you. And I just felt like, what? Like, you don't want me here. Fuck oh, you. That's how that I way. took. Yeah. No, I, she probably didn't mean it. I mean, we do fight within five minutes of me being there. Yeah. And then we make up, and then we have a great time. Then we're laughing so hard we're crying, and then we fight again. Sure. You know? Yeah. That's the kind of ladies we are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Make fun of each other. Then we make fun of other people. Well, that's, <laughs> that's part of the fun, it. I feel. That's where I get it That's from. why I like having weird relatives, because we can always <laughs> go back to stories. But no, I think when you she said that, I actually sort of like like was like, yeah. oh, like that's good. I think it would be so easy. Like I wouldn't have to. I everything for me is like I could sleep in. <laughs> like I know it sounds ridiculous, yeah. but I I just maybe it's because I grew up an only child and I was completely played by myself. I was like I did not want to be around other people. Yeah. My friends once in a while, crowds didn't like them. Then what got you into performing then? If you were fine by yourself, why would you then think, oh, I should do this well, in front I was, of other people? Well, I don't know. I guess I was good at it. I yeah. think I just had trouble overcoming shyness or nervousness. Sure. Like I had to go through that same process, of social awkwardness. Like you just learn, you know, and I, and then I just, I had more trouble learning, not performing. I, I liked comedy since I was little. I used to pretend to be Flo from the show Alice, which sure. you would, you might know because no, you watch TV. Sure, yes, right. Kiss my grits, exactly. Yeah. But she was the funny one. Mm -hmm. And I loved Carol Burnett. I was completely obsessed with the Carol Burnett show. Yeah. And I would reenact everything. And then, then my first comedy, my first comedy crush was Bill Murray. I even drew a portrait of him. I mean, I had yeah. a Saturday Night Live book from the Scholastic book truck that used. Did you have that? We had the book truck. Yeah, book sure. thing. Book I got a Saturday, yeah, like yeah. a child's, like a young people's. It was like a a book, a little paperback book about Saturday Night Live, mm -hmm. and it was like very antiseptic. It was very clean yeah. about the, each of the members. It was before it didn't John talk about their cocaine. No, it didn't, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. John Belushi was still alive when it yeah. came out. Okay, so. I clearly was drawn to that. I just didn't know it. I think I was so 
schizophrenic in some ways. I'm well, not schizophrenic. I don't think anyone ever, like, I know I didn't know you could do comedy. You could just yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people feel that way. I mean, I'm good. Like, I can go on a stage and I can perform and I, I know how to bring text alive, mm-hmm. you know, and I can relate with people on stage i learned how to do some acting i can play you know i've done improv and sketch and stuff and i know how to play it real pretty real but um but then when we get down on the ground i get i feel don't you feel shy or like after you perform don't you feel vulnerable oh yeah like you just want to be around a few people that you know it's mainly like overstimulation yeah and i just i don't know I liked, I don't know, maybe I did like to have other people around. I just didn't have them around. And I liked playing out my, like, dolls and worlds and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I probably would have been a candidate for Dungeons and Dragons (laughs) had it been around back then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It made me think the whole trying to be alone or after you're done performing sort of thing. I feel if I do really well... I'm more apt to immediately just want to be by myself. Like, I immediately need to kind of, like, leave the room and be like, <sighs> okay, and then, like, think about it. Yeah. But if I don't do – if I do okay or, like, don't do very well, that's when I want people around because I'm like, oh, come on. Like, that was – I don't want to have to – I don't want to be alone with myself when I did bad. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how I feel when I do bad. I mean, I, I got to – do more of anything but um when i feel bad yeah it still sticks with me because i still bitch about it like i'll be like oh i remember that one time i went to that one place and blah blah blah. yeah i'm starting to understand now though that like i didn't get it before and i i look at my material i think it's realistic i would like it to change i don't know if it will that i'm not broad i don't write broadly okay uh and I don't know. I don't like not not everybody's not. I'm not exactly sure who I am as a comic, like what my voice is. But I get that I'm not everybody like I'm not for everybody and not everybody's for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I realize that some humor comes from a walk of life that I don't live or, you know. um, But then when something's really funny, everybody gets it. And that's what you want. But like. More of it's like, oh, this group will laugh or that group will laugh. I think women find me funny, and I like that. Okay. Because I do a lot of stuff about women stuff, like working out. Yeah. You know? All right. I don't know. Men don't aren't as funny about exercise. I, well, that's not true. Mike Leibowitz has that funny, whole, a funny bit about joining the gym. and Yes. That was good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I enjoy well, that. Maybe don't be so judgmental about dudes and their love of exercise. And they jokes about it. Okay, I'm not. Okay. Calm down. Like like you might be on a little bit of a high horse. Well, women are more obsessed about... You think so? Oh, all right. Wow, you're a good actor. You picked the wrong profession. You're not that great of a comic. I deliver everything as if... (laughs) Dry. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, You should tell people they have cancer. To be fair, I feel like I... I give more... You're more of a cartoon character? More on stage. Not... Well, maybe I'm not. I don't know. No, your humor's kind of dry, too. I mean... And then sometimes you really do... To you, you have to look like that subway bit that you do. Sure. Where you're haunting, and then you're ordering the sandwich. Uh It's fucking hysterical. Because it's the time in between. Yeah. Shaking the... And moving down the... I love that joke. I appreciate that. That's one of the jokes I wish was mine. 
right. Every comic has, don't you want? Yeah, I was yeah. like, I wish that was my joke and that was my joke. Sure. You know. Yeah. And then I could put it all together, mm-hmm. and that would be That's my act, and everybody piece. would love me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't do it. You no, know. Of course not. I mean, every once in a while, uh, if the comic is in the room, I will do one of their jokes. Really? Just mostly Kevin Hogan. Because there's just one joke that he Which does. Is, what is it? Uh, the one about, um, I wish uh, mermaids were real so I could stop fucking all these manatees. <laughs> I used to love mermaids. When yeah, I, right? That's weird because David Phillips has a mermaid joke he does too. Does he? Yeah, that's just yeah, odd. Just I didn't know men thought about mermaids other than old-timey sailors who are afraid on the ocean. Yeah. Um, but I could see why they would. They don't wear shirts. Sure. And everybody's probably like, what it'd be like? It wouldn't, it'd be horrible. I think I the know. show Futurama had it right. I don't know if you I never saw, saw that one. There was an episode I'm, where they go under the sea to the lost world of Atlanta because it's set in the future. Atlanta? Atlanta. <laughs> so it's like the Coke factory broke off and it's, uh-huh. it's down at the bottom of the ocean. Um, so it's all country hicks down at the bottom of the ocean okay. with, as That's if funny. they're mermaids. Right. Um, and, Fry, the main character, is like sort of hooking up with his mermaid and stuff, and then they go to like copulate. Copulate? Is that? That's yeah. The, okay. Animals. And it's like people. a weird sort of like, all right, what's going on? Like, oh, I laid the egg, and now you need to. It's like a weird sort of. They wouldn't actually be able to have sex or whatever. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. Better when seen, not described. Right. Exactly. That's most yeah. of my. Whenever I try to tell you about something. Just go watch. Who doesn't love having someone else tell them about a television show? Yeah, Especially one they've never seen. I think everyone. I think everyone hates that. Yeah, yeah. I do. I think I'll answer your yeah. question with everyone. I and I do it too. I'm like, no, it's really but I find my and it's funny. it's just like telling a joke and yeah. you just can't stop talking and you're like, This isn't working yeah. and you know, you it's keep a talking. Be there type of moment. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's your, who's your favorite comic? Uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Man, you're gonna say, is he like a comics comic? No, I, I don't think oh, so. I'll uh, show you some when we're done. I'll okay. play one bit in particular that I enjoy a good deal that it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. That's about peanut brittle. But, um, right. no, he's just very funny. He was on Mr. Show. Um, he was a sketch and writer on Mr. Show and then, he does stand up, and I saw him at the Lakeshore Theater two nights in a row for free, which was the best part. And he did obviously nothing I ever heard before the first night. I bought a CD, listened to it at home, completely different material. And then I went the next night and did like fifty percent new material. And he's just so funny, and I, I love him to death. And he's on lots of podcasts and stuff like that. Paula Tompkins is my okay. favorite. Yeah. Okay, but I learned from everyone. Like, there's Jimmy Pardo who does a podcast, who's from Chicago originally. And I've learned like crowd work and stuff by listening to his CD and just listening to his podcast and stuff. I've become like more the advice that. or uh, just the sharing the experience. Kind of the way he kind of talks and just the it gave me the courage. Plus, I wasn't writing any new jokes for a while, so it just gave me the courage to just be more in the moment. Oh, cool! And I'll like, I'll check that out. He's very funny. I mean, hosting helps a little. Yeah, I do find like. When I first started stand-up, what would get me motivated was to go to, like, one mic. I'd be like, oh, I just got I get sick of battling my nerves. And I think that that's why people quit. I don't think that they know why they quit. But, like, I think if I were to quit, it's because I would get sick of battling my own nerves. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just exhausting, you know? 
And uh, and I and I was like, well, Laura, would that go away if you didn't have a full time job and you were in a limo? Probably not. I don't know. Who sure. knows? Because well, here's what I've done, and I don't know if it's right or wrong. I start to look at uh, it not so much as just doing stand up all the time. I start to look at it more as like building the groundwork of of, of a comedy career. So like what we're doing now. We're working towards it. We're recording it's a, a podcast. It's a drop in the bucket. It's a drop in the bucket. When I spend time working on your funniest friend's website, that's me working on my comedy career. Like right. when I update a Twitter in a weird way, that's me working on my comedy career. Well, they say somebody told me that twenty percent of your time should be spent in it doing the administrative work. Yeah, I don't know who told me that. So if I don't go out to a mic, which I don't get out as much as I'd like, maybe two or three nights a week. Yeah. Uh, one, because I don't have anything new to say. And two, it's hard when I work a full-time job. It is. I, I don't always. And I've been doing, and thank goodness, and it comes from the work, but I've been getting more shows. So, like, I don't always want to go do an open mic. Well, yeah, if you're doing and, shows, to me, it's the same. Like, yeah. Right? Like, well, it's weird. Like, when you start doing shows... You, I don't write as much because you're do doing shows, all your material, yeah. your regular material. I haven't done, you know, do I and I don't I do shows, but um, and mics and I and I feel the same way. Well, I'm having to pencil all this stuff in now. I'm like, I really do need to have a website, and yeah. I really need to think, and I'm gonna have to put it on my calendar. Also, I'm gonna have to remember to send my relatives birthday cards mm-hmm. every month and i forget that so i'm like but if you sat down and had a night where you worked on your administrative stuff or sure. you wrote you could also send yeah. jenny a birthday card here and there and sure. your relatives would probably care more and you won't die alone oh, I've never, i don't send any of my relatives a birthday well card. yeah but you're younger than i am and now i'm at that age where it's like oh who am i gonna leave my shoes to yeah. you know oh my f- <laughs> Weird cousin Laura, because I don't have any nephews. Yeah. You have to be a cousin. Yeah. She sent me a bunch of fucking shoes. Yeah. Hey, look at these. I got these shoes. I can, I can sell them. How did she know I had this fetish? Yeah. Wow. And a Judy Carter book. I have a Judy Carter book. Who's Judy Carter? She wrote Stand Up 101. Oh. I, and I know it's a joke book. I've seen other comics joke about it. But I actually liked it. And yeah. I bought it a long time ago. I bought... When I was doing, I did solo performance. It's an actual joke book, or people just make fun of it. No, she's a how to do how to craft a stand up act. Oh, I don't. She used to teach stand up class. Some people, you know how some people are. Some of our parents, some of the comedy parents. That, I'm gonna start calling everybody family. Would that no, creep them out? I weirdly felt hey, like when I was family. in Indiana, like spending time with my friends. I thought like I need to get back to, to my, family. my family. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what I think we all sort of feel that way, but some people aren't. Gonna. Well, there's another guy who. Uh, has a, a joke. His name is um, Kevin. I forget his last name. And uh, he, for the moment, um, and he probably won't listen to this, but he talks about everybody in jail who you know someone's been in jail because they call you brother. Hey, brother. Yeah. Like, and so does uh, that one wrestler. What's his name? The Hulk Hogan. He okay. calls everybody, yes, brother. You think he was in jail? It's a jail thing. Um, No, I think he's a redneck. Oh, yeah. It's a redneck thing. I'm which t- Isn't that who's in jail? I'm going to turn it? this way because my leg is Okay, is it time? Do we need to end? Uh, there's really no ending point, to okay. be fair. Like, this could go on. I think my... Con- computer could uh, record the next 200 and some hours of okay. podcasting but i feel like we're at some point in time we'll have to stop okay i'm yeah, just I moving because my leg <laughs> kind of hurts because i'm a 
yeah. Well, it's just weird when you, you don't want to, I mean, you feel people are like your family. Yeah. But sometimes you can't just walk up to somebody and be like, you're my family. They no. might be like, get away from me, Cretan. Yeah, that would be weird. You know? But no, but you I you feel the love. I you just can't feeling. express the love. Yeah. It's like Nambla. Being comic is also like Nambla. I don't like that. I know it's not all. really. Yeah. Somebody else had a. Is there a, is there a Nala? Is there a North American woman or woman, woman boy love association? What would it, what's it called? Well, I don't Nambla's know. North American man boy love association. You know, on so my constant woman man or woman. There was love? a uh, cult I just saw the other day on the cable. Television, the which cable. I still have. I have the cable. Yeah. On the Comcast. You uh, the the before everything. I'm gonna start bolts. adding it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it was about this cult that part of the child adult love was a big part of their thing. And apparently, River Phoenix was a family. Had, the family it was called. Yeah, I had heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a story on it, like a because this guy shot his old nanny who you know who Basically, had the yeah. love with him and yeah it's horrible and then he killed himself i think that's a big part of the end. Oh, yeah but i don't think those guys with the gym shoes in their beds they seemed like my no, favorite they, because they, they seemed really themselves? tidy yeah. what i think they castrated themselves i don't know about that i think they were eunuchs no david koresh impregnated like 12 year olds yeah I mean, I, I, I'm not for that. I, yeah, you know, I know people are like, oh, they shouldn't have busted into Waco with guns, but I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, there was so much going on. Like, yeah. take your pick, you know? Sure. Like, I don't, that's terrible to say, but. Glad you took a stand on something that happened. Like I am probably ago. just batting a thousand on this. Sure, you're uh, doing a great job. You'll be like, How do you feel about this? I, that's usually something that's towards the end of the wrap up. Did you feel all right with this whole podcast? Are we wrapping it up? Oh, yeah, we can. I, got, I will have you to get. Have to it's the raping now. hour outside. I got to get the bus. Oh, that's not good. Traveling in the style to which I'm accustomed, sure. the bus. Is this the raping hour? <laughs> no. Oh. It's just a joke. Okay, because I can get oh, you the bus. Oh, I can't. So no. Yeah. No, but it was funny. Like, yeah, it's I'm, not I, funny. Well, it's not funny. First of all, don't say that. Okay, uh, I am uh, kind of a dick when it comes to laughing at people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't seem to be good at that. I'm more of a uh, someone says something funny. I want to then be f- not that I necessarily want to be funnier, but I want to make it funnier. Yeah. I wanna hide it. You want okay, so you're gonna heighten my joke? Uh, well, no, I just asked the question at that point, oh. time, but which is bad for improv. I found out I'm in an improv class. Oh yeah, asking questions is not always good. You know what? Let me tell you about that. Yeah, because I've taken some improv. Sure. You you can ask a question that supports the reality on the stage. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean that it's like I'm wearing a blue shirt. I'm wearing a gray dress. It means. If you say, I want you to go in there and clean up your room, and I say, look, Dad, why are you always on my case? I have asked a question, yeah, but, but it supports the reality. I mean, you don't, now you want to stay out of argument, which is, cause that's not interesting. Yeah. Like, so, um, you know, so yes, no, you can't ask questions, but you can sometimes. Well, but you're not there yet. No, I'm. What you've done improv, haven't two you? Women level two. Okay. Improv. 
Uh, are well, you at, where, are you taking the sports? Jamie thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the end, you play games. So it's like stand-up. Yeah, but I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying the scene. That's good, the acting. Like, we did a thing where this dude and I were both fish in mm-hmm. an aquarium. And then out of nowhere, I just asked, do you think there's a god? Which I thought was like a funny thing to do with us being fish. And the dude was like, well, you know, there was some questions asked. And I was like, yeah, but I felt like that heightened the scene a little bit. So I didn't feel as bad. I don't know. You're learning all these weird things. I guess. What did the guy say when you said that? Did he play along like a fish? Uh, Like you guys had this. I mean, he would have to have the understanding that you two have shared this water space or whatever. You've been in the same pond. Yeah. Well, we were in an aquarium. An aquarium, whatever. And I'm not listening. I'm not doing the improv. I don't have to listen, Matt. No kidding. So you're in the same aquarium. Yeah. And that he's used to these questions. You always want to talk about God. What I might say is, you always want to talk about God. I'm just trying to get a nibble. Yeah, he just went with, uh, well, look at these 12-year-olds out here. Obviously, no. Or something to that effect. As if, like, seeing the kids outside the aquarium proved that there was not a God. Oh. So, like, he sort of went with it a little. Well, like, his character would have been like, oh, whatever. No, like, cynical. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't that good, it sounds like. He's new, too. We're all new. Um, well, and negative. Don't be negative. The other, here's another tip I'll give you. Oh, hurrah. I'm going to give Write you some. Write it down. Uh, don't kill all the players on stage right in the beginning. Oh, of course. I did, my friend did that in a scene and it was really funny. We were auditioning for the incubator at the playground yeah. and in his, he went and sliced everyone's neck. He was like a sultan or something, like a crazy sultan. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, you just killed everyone on stage. So <laughs> it's like a monologue or, yeah. or a solo performance. Yeah. You know? Did he make it onto a team? No. I don't plan on doing that. I yeah, actually, you don't have to. I weirdly felt bad when I didn't help the other person out. Is that a common feeling that you get a lot? Yes, you yeah. can feel. Well, you can. Yes, you do feel that way. Like I wish I would have supported better. Yeah, I can feel. I have felt that. Yeah, or yeah. you know, I mean, as just the same way in any other type of performance, we get into ruts. You know. Sure. Um. But you're learning, so you'll be better. You'll probably be good at it. My friend, uh, I have a friend who has a really good, Jimmy Corain, his, uh, and he sure. has a, he, you actually should listen to his podcast, Improv Nerd, and, or go see his shows. Dave and TJ, they're awesome at IO. Yeah. They, I would recommend seeing their improv. I've seen their movie. Oh, okay. Well, it's yeah. like that only live. I'm getting blown up again. Right. Maybe Who's we should wrap this, this up. My brother, a big fan. Were we supposed to... I hope everyone's okay. Are we supposed to talk about comedy? Did I talk about it? Yeah, we talked about it enough, I think. An hour and a half. No. I don't know. Maybe. No, because we started when that clock said 9-11, because I said make a wish. Oh, that's right. And I said, I wish it never happens again. Oh. Isn't that nice? Probably not on that day. Then now after I insulted Muslims and said they hate women... You I did. had to balance it out. Wait till I say something mean about a Buddhist. Ooh, they won't care, though. Buddhists are all hipsters. Yeah, they won't care. All hipsters are Buddhists. Hello. That seems very chi of you. Uh, no, I think we're good. I think we've uh, accomplished something here. I'm sorry I said that about hipsters. I don't think they and care. Buddhists. Hipsters are too cool to care. They care. They and really the, do care. Their jeans are too tight to have blood go to their and ears. And then in another year, they'll be way too loose because that's how trends are. That's how I wear them. I don't want to have to then wear tight jeans because they're wearing loose jeans. 
I think just wear normal jeans. Just normal jeans. Just wear your jeans. All right. You ready to say goodbye to the internet, even though you don't know how to use it? I am. Goodbye, radio. Goodbye, internet. This has been a Matt Riggs podcast production. Are you down with MRPP? Yeah, you know me. That was great.